Make love tonight for the harvest, for the food we eat, for the very gods. If you're hearing our voices, it means it's time for It's This Meets Out, the podcast where we watch the worst movies from trailer to end credits, scene by scene, so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. That's the only, the only way to, to drink, I guess, right? Or to harvest. That's right. Yes. Yep. That's, That's right. Only, only way to harvest. <laughs> I don't even know only what's happening. Only way to harvest. I don't even know what's happening anymore. But we're back <laughs> with our full breakdown of Rebel Moon Part one, Child of Fire, <laughs> Breaking Dawn, Twilight, <laughs> Saga. <laughs> uh, every time you say it, it just makes it worse. <laughs> it makes it worse. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So we did the trailer trash. And um, for this movie, do you, do you want to give a quick recap of what it, the logline for this one? Yeah. In case you forgot the, the premise here. Uh, when a peaceful settlement on the edge of a distant moon finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical ruling force, Whoa. a mysterious stranger living among its villagers becomes their best hope for survival. That's yeah, I guess that's that's the thing, right? That's a log line. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's a sentence. It's a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think for our so our expectations, our prognostications, we we got a few things right. Uh, one thing we got right was. If he didn't do so many slow-mo moments in this movie, yeah. it would have been under two hours. So yeah, we nailed that one. We did not nail. Uh, we thought that the trailer was going to be indicative of what happened in the movie. Um, right. Actually, the trailer it's is mostly flashbacks. flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> because the movie is mostly flashbacks. <laughs> mostly flashbacks and exposition. That's pretty much all yep. it is. So, Which is uh, not a way to make a movie, listeners. I'm sure you know that, but Zack Snyder doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. But hey, there it's... Still writing him checks, so he must be doing something right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> ah, my God. But long story short, this movie is not good. And no. Yeah. It's a little we nailed that. <laughs> we, we nailed that. Yes, we nailed that. We nailed that. Uh, we weren't going to enjoy it. No. It's, it's pretty boring. So uh, mm-hmm. do you want some quick info on this thing? Yeah, please. So director is Zach Slomo Snyder. Mm-hmm. This is this movie, I think, has probably more slow-mo per minute per movie minute than I think other of his movies, I think. Um, I think you're right. I was trying to compare it in my head along the way. Like, <laughs> how much th- slow-mo was in 300? A lot. Like, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> this, but I think there was more. <laughs> I think this is like, of the two hours and 15-minute runtime, I think 90% is in slow-mo. So. Yeah. Like any battle scene in this movie... <laughs> Slow-mo. Just imagine it being in slow, like almost 100% in slow-mo. Yeah, actually, yes, every every fight right? sequence was just in slow-mo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, it's like a nice spice. Like, use, use it sparingly. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. You know, it's like saffron. You don't want to use too much. Just a little bit right. here and there. Because <laughs> it could be overpowering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so who wrote this, this, uh, um, this fantastic uh, thing, fantastical thing? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so Zack Snyder's three people involved with this, so we can blame okay. three people. Zack Snyder directly. He came up with the story and also was part of well, the screenwriting crew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> should be yeah, story I can by talk with a story too. <laughs> yeah, should be story by uh, Seven Samurai, Kurosawa, and George Lucas, because <laughs> that's pretty much all this is. Um, and the other two folks here that are involved: Kurt Johnstad, um, ah, the grip. Yeah, so he was a writer on 300, Act of Valor, uh, Atomic Blonde. He did that one. He did the sequel, 300, Rise of an Empire, which no one, I think, oh. saw. Nope. But that's what he's got. He's 1997, his a video, True Vengeance, whatever that is. And then hmm. 300 was his big movie. That's that's going to do it for you, right? Okay, so he's a, he's a Snyder guy. Yeah, he's a Snyder guy. Uh, and then we got Shea Hatton, um, also... Army of the Dead, he Snyder so guy. Unhappy. He did uh, John Wick. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh right? man, like, come on. What kind of smile is that? Like, like this is like the most half-assed smile I've ever seen. It's, it's so mm. sad. Mm. Um, Army of Thieves, Army of the Dead. So again, another Netflix uh, Snyder uh, darling here. I know what you yep. did last summer, the TV series. He's done. I watched that. It was okay. So he he wrote John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum, which was not good, and then he yeah, also did John Wick Chapter Four, which I didn't really like that movie. I'll be honest; I'll throw it out there. So didn't see it either. 
I've never seen a John Wick. Can you believe it? Oh, really? Uh, you, yeah. the, the first one's just a good old action movie. Uh, and the second one's good too. It's the third one where you're just kind of like, all right, this is just weird rinse and repeat. The fourth one was yeah. just too long, too long, too much. Oh, really? I mean, too I much. love Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I mean, you can't get too much Keanu, but at a certain point, you're kind of like, all right, can we just can we do something else here? Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the three uh, people we need to blame for this existence. Okay. So, who's in this? We got Sophia Batella. She plays Cora. Okay. Uh, uh, she done other stuff outside of this. Yes. So Sophia Batella. Yes, she's. Um, I'm trying to think of her big one. Kingsman. She was in Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, I don't think that that was like kind of a big thing. Um, okay. And she's kind of kind of like a lot of different things. Fahrenheit 451, Hotel Artemis. Which was okay. The mummy. I think she played the 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 mummy in that one, <laughs> or the you know the oh. queen thing or whatever. Yeah, Atomic yeah, Blonde. Yeah. That's right. She was in that. But yeah, a lot of music videos. She's a dancer. She's a she's a she starts out as, she started out as like a trained dancer. I think she's like a ballerina or stuff. So she's in like a lot of music videos, like a lot of Madonna music videos and stuff like that. Huh. Um, a lot of them actually. So yeah, cool. yeah. So there you go. Uh, who else fun. we got? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce his name incorrectly. I didn't look it up. Uh, maybe you can help me with this. Uh, the guy, the, the actor plays General Titus. Is it yeah? Jama, is it Digimon? Jaman Husan? Yeah, I don't know how to do that one. Yeah. Should have looked it up. <laughs> looked it up. Um, <laughs> but he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he's been in actually a ton of stuff. He was in Gladiator. Yeah, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Blood Diamond. Um, he has like Black Adam. A lot of lines in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> And he, yeah, he's just like in just a, a ton of stuff. So Charles Angels, A Quiet Place Part Two, which I didn't see, Captain Marvel, Sam, right? Because that's what makes sense. Aquaman, he's all over the place, huh? Yeah. Serenity, that was that was an okay one. Wayward Pines, so yeah, he's just a working working man here. I like that. A little Marvel, a yeah. little DC. Constantine, he was in that. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. So yeah, he's great. Uh, Ed Scrine, 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 Screen. Wait Scrine. a second, you mean 2016 nominee? Teen Choice Award choice movie villain? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's him. That's that Ed Scrine. <laughs> For Deadpool? <laughs> yes. He plays the villain in that this. Our, he plays our, our very generic Nazi villain, uh, Atticus Noble. He's got a um, good villain face. So, yeah, uh, Ed Scrine, yep, he played Ajax in Deadpool. Uh, he was in the Transporter. He played the villains in that. Transporter Refueled. You know, he's kind of bouncing around some stuff. He's, to me, every time I see him, he just, like, I feel like he overacts um sometimes um yeah i can but, see that yeah uh we got michael huisman or is it Mich- yeah that works michael huisman he's the only one i think i recognize <laughs> yeah so he 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 took over he it's so funny enough he took out for game of thrones he played a character in game of thrones i don't remember the character's name but he took over for so ed scrine was was playing a character on game of thrones for like the first season or something and this guy took over for that for him oh yeah no kidding yeah, so look at that. We got that that connection there. Yeah, that's um, funny. Yeah, I guess he was on The Flight Attendant, which I didn't see, but I heard was great. Um, it is great. Yeah. Hill House, that's what I know him from. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House? Yeah, the, or the biggest thing that I've seen the most uh, minutes of him with screen time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just remembered him from Game of Thrones. So, yeah, he played Dario Naharis, So Sure. All right, let's move along through these. I feel like I'm going really slow. Uh, we, got Bay, we got Bay Duna plays nemesis okay. the she had the lightsabers basically yep the yep. laser swords <laughs> yep she also uh, had like two lines yep ray fisher plays darian blood axe uh another two lines <laughs> another two lines charlie hunnam plays kai the rebel scum thief guy yep uh we got Stas nair plays Tarek, uh mm-hmm. who looks just like matthew mcconaughey <laughs> like he does like, he's got kind right? of a mcconaughey vibe yeah right a little bit uh, Anthony Hopkins, voice of Jimmy, the Jimmy, 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 uh, Fra Free plays Belisarius. Yeah. And Simon Potter is a gray bearded man. So makes sense. Is Jimmy the robot? <laughs> yes. Jimmy's a robot. Okay. Great. Yes. I yes. was like, that sounds like Anthony Hopkins, but I don't remember from the trailer him being a robot like that. <laughs> Like not exactly uh, like that, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and that it, that whole robot like plotline is so weird. So dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> um, I thought this guy looked familiar. The fra fra free guy here. He was in Hawkeye. Oh, uh, with our yeah, with our show. with our friend um, 
friend of the pod. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So the very yeah. same. There you go. Yeah, I thought the guy looked familiar. So yeah, he was in that. So there you go. Cool. So production box office numbers. There was nothing. It did have a short theatrical release, but then just went to Netflix. Um, but okay. I did dig up uh, the the budget, which I think you said in trailer trash, but. It's got to be a lot. <laughs> 106 reported reported 166 million, but that's for both movies. So oh. Oh. for both for well, both parts. It's a yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I it guess. shows. It shows. <laughs> and that apparently also includes all the marketing for it. So that's wow, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, but they will uh, not recoup that. <laughs> Rotten Tomato score. Um, when we did the the trailer trash, it was at 28. percent It has now gone down to 22. percent <laughs> what yeah that's that's a big sink <laughs> yeah and 59 percent on the audience side which you know those are the snyder fans i'm sure unbelievable yeah those are the people who are like i mean it's not really original it's not a really good movie but visually it's cool three and a half stars <laughs> it's like no stop that yeah <laughs> like, it wasn't even that cool visually <laughs> no it wasn't it actually looked not that great <laughs> like, yeah so, Especially in a couple parts. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think I've seen better like ships flying around in like Blade Runner, like nineteen eighties like sci fi movies than I have like seen oh, in this. Like, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. That's all the quick info. So. Huh. Wow, great work. Yeah, trying to do my best here. Trying to do my part. Uh, you want some fast facts? Back me, Daddy. Here we go. Sn- uh, Snyder initially conceived the idea for the film in college before discussing oh, it with his buddy here, John Stad, in nineteen ninety seven. All right, let me tell you how that went. Yeah. <laughs> dude, 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 I just saw Star Wars. They put him in theaters again. Uh, I've just seen it for the first time. Let's do that. <laughs> We'd like a little Kurosawa because, you know, I'm a big fan of Kurosawa because everyone is, you know? Right, right. Even right. more. Even more. Star Wars. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that's exactly how that played out. That's yeah, how lines up. You know, sometimes the ideas you have in college maybe don't need to be made. <laughs> just, yeah. Most of the time. time. Yeah, most of the time. Just (laughs) most of the time. Any ideas you have in college probably aren't good. Just keep them in a shoebox somewhere. Yep. So (laughs) Snyder to pull it out again ten years, fifteen years later. (laughs) I guess, right? And to get 166 million dollars to make it into two parts. So not only did he we said this in the trailer trash too, I think you brought this up, but not only did he pitch the Lucasfilms as a Star Wars movie, but Mm -hmm. he also pitched it as a video game and film to Warner Brothers Pictures a couple of times. (laughs) Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, like no. Like what did he change like the next time coming in? Like Okay. So okay. I bet I've added time... laser swords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, guys, think picture this. I know it's hard to imagine. Laser swords. <laughs> Never been done. <laughs> Never been done. You mean a lightsaber? No, no, no. No, no. These are actual no, no, no. swords with lasers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was at one point planned as a TV series. And um... That might have been better. <laughs> I was reading on the, the Wikipedia page uh, that there was, the, he's got this massive plan. For, he wants to turn, he wants to turn this into his Star Wars, right? And there's sure. these, all these plans for like the uh, comic books, like side character storylines. And no, no. there's graphic novels planned that are going to come out next year or this year, I guess. Uh, tabletop like board game he wants to do. What? Um, it's just a full on media onslaught of a really bad movie and characters. Yep. So. Well, yeah. two, at least two <laughs> yeah. really bad movies. <laughs> Presumably. Jeez. Presumably. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. But I mean, a lot of the characters do just feel like board game characters because sometimes you can't get into like a ton of backstories for, for board game characters. You just need enough. Like, here's a support character. Here's the medic. Here's the. You yeah, know, yeah. And all these here's characters. Silly named planets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, named, yeah we went to a name generator, got something. Yeah. This feels like that because all these characters have no depth in whatsoever. They're just like, yeah. here's Thief who's going to turn on you and be the twist of the movie here is farmer here is whatever so yep anyways uh sir ian mccallan mccallan sir patrick yep. stewart liam nason morgan freeman and anthony daniels c3po himself were considered oh, to play no. jimmy the robot until <laughs> sir anthony hopkins was chosen a lot of sirs in there a lot of sirs yeah 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 so well, can you imagine if anthony daniels was <laughs> that would be i don't know I don't know. Is that? I don't know what that I would, would be. be so mad. <laughs> Imagine Liam Neeson doing the robot. Yeah. I have a certain set of skills. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. I'm glad it ended up being Anthony Hopkins. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It makes the most sense. 
for the film nerds out there, this is Zack Snyder's second fully digital shot film after Army of the Dead, which was also on Netflix. The rest of his films yeah. are shot on 35 or 65 millimeter film and mm. most likely due to the partnership with Netflix, which has a longstanding role to deliver in UHD ultra high definition. Sure. So makes sense. Whatever. Well, looked fine on my TV. So whoever's <laughs> footing the bill, I guess. What, if you're going to pay me, I'll shoot it on Polaroid. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a fun one, at least. The name of the rebel group, the Blood Axes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of Viking kind of hints here. Even like the the, the villagers in the farming community are very Viking. They get the long house and the, the, the horns and the, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Blood Axe is a nod to the Viking king, Eric Blood Axe. Uh, oh. 930 to 954 there, uh, who died at the Battle of Stainmore, uh, was that Pennine Hills, Cumbrian okay. Britain, who briefly ruled Norway and later part of England in the ninth century. Oh, that's fun. Can't say you haven't learned something from us, a little history. So That's right. Go. You're welcome, listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, and this is a really stupid one, uh, this is the second Netflix exclusive film to have a longer version of the N logo instead of the Tadum short. I did notice that, and I yeah. did not like it. <laughs> it's, it's because it was in slow mo. We just couldn't see yep. it. Exactly. <laughs> like shave another minute off the runtime. Yep. <laughs> just we're we're cutting time here. We need to make these things more efficient. So incredible. I got a, a bonus fast fact for you. You know I love the bonies. Because uh, we talked about it a little bit in the trailer trash of um, uh, uh, Hunnam's uh, accent. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, God. Uh, I think it's I, I read Scottish? an interview about that. Uh, Irish, nope. I thought it was Scottish, too, Irish? at first. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. So, <laughs> uh, so again, he's English. Um, <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I knew that. For, for the listeners. Uh, and the story of him doing the Irish accent oh is like... He's like, you know, it's like you know, Ireland tradition of rebellion, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, like, that's what he's going for. Uh, okay. So he's like, oh, my favorite accent in the whole world, Belfast accent. So <laughs> he's like, we did an original cut of this and I nailed it. Perfect accent. Um, he's like, but stupid American viewers couldn't understand me. And so <laughs> then I had to dial it back a little bit because I did too good of an accent. Like that, this is literally him in an interview saying that. <laughs> oh my my accent was too good. So, like, and the Americans couldn't understand it. So, <laughs> stupid Americans. Yeah. So, I had to dial it back. So, this is like a, he's like, I, so I thought about it more and I was like, well, if, if there was an Irish guy in space for like a thousand years, you know, probably lose a little bit of the accent. And so, that's what it, it's like the space version of the Belfast oh. accent. Oh, okay. How self-important do you yeah. have to be? <laughs> Charlie, 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 sit down. Don't, you're not that Chuck. important. Chuck. Look, Chuck. May I just call you Chuck? Yeah. You're not that important. <laughs> just relax, would you? No one I just is. did too good of an accent too that the good. Americans couldn't understand it. I mean, we we do too good of a podcast that, you know, no one listens. <laughs> right, exactly. You can't, you can't understand it. You can't, you can't actually understand what we're doing here because it's too good, so. Yeah. And I hope when he says the Americans couldn't understand it, I hope he just means Zack Snyder. <laughs> like he's like, Chucky baby, Chucky baby. Uh, unintelligible, unintelligible. <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying. This isn't a closed caption film, baby. Tell it back. Not even closed um, captions are going to get you. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was Scottish at first too, but no, Belfast. That's what he was going for. So this makes sense because in the trailer, it's like it's kind of a mess. So I wonder if like those scenes he was had it dialed up, and then in the movie, it definitely does. <laughs> it comes back. So I was like, I think he's just doing like a really basic Irish Scottish accent right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, okay, awesome. I wonder how many <laughs> scenes they had to reshoot. <laughs> oh God! Well, he's only got like I don't know twenty lines. So right. <laughs> Not that much. No one says much other than when they want to exposition about everything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> God, that's that's fantastic. Um, okay, that's it for fast facts. Do you want to Hollywood pitch me, Mofo? <laughs> Do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for this one. This ought to be fun. Yeah. So as I was watching it, this movie obviously um, is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone meets uh, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, say Let's no just, more. 
uh, right off the bat, uh, both of these movie titles too long, too just long. like <laughs> too, too long. this movie title. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Didn't have to be. Didn't have yep. to be. Didn't have to be. <laughs> Harry Potter. I'll cut you some slack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but Night at the Museum, not for you. <laughs> no, Battle of the Smithsonian. Come on, let's let's go easy. Dumb. So uh, Harry Potter. I mean, it's basically the same movie as Harry Potter, right? Yeah. You got the chosen one trope all over the place uh that's our 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 hero here who's yep. like a guard of some kind for the princess so yeah they, who cares so much exposition we'll get into it in a minute yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> um just like harry potter right uh yeah. you get the basically like the setup movie mm-hmm. so sorcerer stone is the first harry potter movie uh based on the the first harry potter book and they just do like the whole movie is set up. He's like, oh, he was ab- abused by his adoptive parents, uh, just like mm. our hero in this movie, abused by her adoptive parents, the yep. whatever uh, the general's name was, Balisarius. Balisarius, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Stupid. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> Balisarius is a classic Dursley uh, <laughs> character. Totally, totally. Uh, he's just they're assembling a crew, so like Harry yep. picks up Hermione and Ron along the way, and like you know, some other people who are in Gryffindor, whatever yep. else, yeah, part of the crew. Uh, right. like, yep, she's doing the same thing. It's a crew assembly movie the whole time. Yep. yep, uh, there are some some misunderstood uh villains in it, like yep, in this one, uh, Spider Guy, which actually was Spider Woman, Spider, yeah, Spider Lady, yeah, yeah, we yeah. goofed Jenna on Malone. that one, yeah, played by Jenna Malone, yep. Yep. Did not end up becoming um, a hero, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, Sorcerer Stone has uh, Fluffy, the, the mm-hmm. three three headed dog, which you know yep. just needs a treat. Just needs a treat. That's it. <laughs> just like the spider. All dog wants a treat. Just needs a treat. There's there's uh, definitely elements of um, like the weakened uh, villain mm-hmm. who's like trying to make a comeback stand kind of thing. Yep. Uh, yep who definitely also should have died at the end and then miraculously doesn't. So in Sorcerer's Stone, that's when he yeah. you know, touches uh, Professor Quirrell and he like turns into dust and yep. Voldemort like floats off in a dust cloud kind of thing. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. When you're like, oh, he's definitely dead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a sign of gone, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, and in this movie, the guy is mangled, like stabbed many times and then falls. Club to the face. Uh, a couple thousand feet maybe <laughs> yeah i don't know how far it is from that platform down to the beach but i mean who knows it seemed forever <laughs> it seemed forever uh he's dead and a half um yeah. and yet <laughs> he's not not <laughs> thanks for giving us any bit of stakes here <laughs> yeah because there's a sequel right yes uh and that i think that's pretty much it so it's it's basically yeah. sorcerer's stone all over again. yeah i can see that um meets night at the museum um uh one uh both have Fun Napoleon references. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. In this movie, which that's something I don't understand. And I'll probably gripe about at some point of uh, like, what u- universe is this taking place in? Because the mother mm. world, is it just earth? Just call it earth. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't piece all that together. So I don't know. They're, well, they're doing like the armies march on their stomachs and like, like yeah. he actually says that at one point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like all the stuff with the Vikings and everything. Like that's what I'm like, is this, is it just Earth? Earth. Uh, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. just, just call uh, it what it is. Just like Night at the Museum. Uh, so this is, I think, the the third Night at the Museum movie. They made three of those? Uh, uh, at least two or three, yeah. It might be the second one. I can't remember. Thanks. Yeah, I thought this it's was the sequel. sequel. Yeah, it's the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, you're right. It's the second one. It's the second one. Unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. <laughs> Scrap it. The first yeah. one's fun. Uh, yeah. Great. In this one, I'm gonna, I'm pre pre calling it now. Scrap the second one. Just don't do it. Just don't Even do it. Nothing happened in this it. movie. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we can move on with our lives now. <laughs> that's right. Some, cut your losses. <laughs> Just don't put out the second one. And uh, what else happened in here? <laughs> Just, <laughs> Night in the museum. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's not a whole lot. I just I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> All right. They both have Napoleon. <laughs> At some point, actually, no. bonus bonus fast fact in my pitch because my mm. pitch is a little weak. Uh, the when I did a little math on okay. ten thousand bushels here, we're talking bushels of food. Bushels. Yes, right? grain, right? Yep, yep, yeah. grain. Um, ten thousand bushels of grain. Mm-hmm. You can feed uh, roughly like fifteen hundred people for a year on, assuming okay. 
you're growing wheat or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, which I was like, it's probably maybe like the size of the village uh, for about a year. So they, I think they yeah. nailed it production wise. Uh, of like what they're actually going to produce to. Good uh, math, Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, good. Good math. Good mathing. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe I'll think of something else, but that's about it for me. Yeah, who knows? Maybe something will pop up as we're going through this, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you got? <laughs> Presumably better. So, <laughs> so, so uh, I'm going with it's Once Upon a Time in the West. Sergio Leone, uh, Western obvious, flick, yeah. uh, meets Moneyball, Aaron Sorkin, okay. <laughs> Brad Pitt, uh, mm-hmm. baseball mm-hmm. movie. So I'm going Once Upon a Time in the West. Um, both movies have outlaws in them. Um, yep. Both, uh, obviously, Once Upon, a, Once Upon a Time in the West is a Western, and this movie, Rebel Moon, is... I mean, screams Western. It screams Western. Like, all like, going into the saloon. Uh, like Star all, Wars. All, yeah, basically, oh, yeah, just like that movie, had a little movie called Star Wars. Yes, just like that. <laughs> Uh, both movies have protagonists trying to help like a weaker group of people or person. Mm-hmm. And both movies, a central kind of plot about what kind of gets people moving along is like, is about land, owning land and like the resources you're getting from it. Right. Cause like when Atticus comes down, he's like, yeah, we need, we need you all your, all your food here, all your wheat and stuff like this. Yep. And once upon a time in the West, it's all about this, uh, farmer losing her land to, uh, progress train wants to come through. Right. Big yep. landowner. Yep. So, yep. um, big train people, but. Big train people. Yes. Big people's land. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, I think that's it for Once Upon a Time and Once Upon a Time in the West. I like that. You get some characters getting together in that to kind of help, uh, you know, someone weaker who needs the help. So, Mm -hmm. Um, Moneyball. (laughs) Now, both movies are. (laughs) Yeah, both movies. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Uh, This this is pretty much Moneyball. Both movies are about gathering a team together. That's right. Underdogs. It's really just an underdog story, right? Uh, Stats. Yep, it's an underdog story about overcoming an evil empire. Uh, in this movie, it's the Motherland soldiers or whatever. Moneyball, it's the New York Yankees, evil empire. We all know that. Yeah, we right? can all agree on that. <laughs> we can all agree on that, right? So, uh, but then at the heart of the story, though, Moneyball is really about like a father daughter relationship. Because remember, at the end of that movie, he like reconnects with his daughter and is like, "I'm coming to Boston" or something like that. Um, That's right. And this movie, Belisarius, although not a good dad, is trying to reconnect with his daughter. So. Not that he wants to repair the relationship. He wants closure by executor publicly, but you know, right. (laughs) Crucifier in front of the Senate. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But it's more of a father daughter story. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Well, it's a gathering a team. I got that underdog. A lot of money exchange, you know, money balls about, you know, signing players who can get on base for low money. Yep. This movie is a lot of just paying people to, to come and help out. So yeah, um, optimization, optimization, right? <laughs> so, uh, and I think that's it. Nice. Great Keep pitch. It, keeping it tight, keeping it short, search and sweet. Yeah. Love it. All right. Something about cool. Napoleon probably in Moneyball, I would assume. I'm assuming <laughs> there's something about Napoleon in Moneyball. <laughs> <laughs> probably. All right. So you, are we, are we getting into, are we going to get into this thing or? I think so. Yeah. Great work. Us. Yeah, we have, of course. I mean, when when do we not? So, all right. So this gets in. We get Netflix, uh, all the production, right? We get Netflix. We get Grand Electric and Stone Quarry. I don't know any of these. I don't either. Groups. So I didn't look up any of them either. Nope. Super ominous music happening that made me hate all of these studios. So <laughs> bad job. Yeah. Maybe not what you intended, but. <laughs> So I watched this opening part. So this opening is uh, we get a like a, a ship flying through like a vagina shaped hole in space. Um, That's right. And uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins there. Sir Anthony Hopkins. He's doing a little exposition. I watched this at one in the morning last night because I was trying to watch the movie before. You know, but I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I don't know. He just gave. He just filled us all in about the situation. Right? Is that all that? Too much. Yeah. Way yeah. Too much. Okay. Something about there were there were a thousand kings who ruled for yada yada, and they went into space and they conquered okay. stuff. And they, it's sense, like yeah, yeah, it's exactly what you expect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but then an assassin killed both the king and the queen and ruined the bloodline. And okay, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Um, then it talks about the worlds on the edge of the the outer rim here. They're rebelling. That's where Balisarius comes in, who's like right. trying to usurp the throne. Uh, and now they're all trying to crush the rebels. That's a lot of exposition immediately. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I guess in I guess in Star Wars they just did it. They do a written version, right? The opening crawl. Um, but that's like more of like a I don't know. It's more of a 
it's more of a setup of things that they're not going to then talk about more in the movie. Really? Like, yeah. We're just this, like this could, this whole thing could have, you cut this, you don't need this because yeah, we, exactly. we get it through the rest of the movie. So exactly. We're going to get this story four more times. <laughs> so then the camera like pans down and we get our title card rebel moon and it gets all the way down to the planet. And it says, then it's like child of fire part one. It's like, so just, dumb. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> God damn this. And like the planet is cool. Like this, whatever the, world that they're on to start with here yeah there's like a there's like a bonus saturn that's right next to this other planet so that it yeah, takes I don't, up the entire sky i don't know i mean i don't i'm not i'm not some you know space oh, astrophysicist yeah, yeah. or spaceologist here but that planet seems awfully close to not impact like maybe gravitational pulls or you know, i don't know I mean, who yeah. knows <laughs> yeah we all know love is gravity but <laughs> putting putting the fiction putting the fiction into into science right there for a cool shot you know, at the end of the day Zacky baby is all about the cool shot, you know, and it looks cool. I it agree does look that. cool. It looks cool. Uh, and then we get the stuff from the trailer and, you know, we get hands in the dirt, which I was supposed to look up other movie trailers. that have hands in the dirt. I didn't do that. Sure. I started doing I it and then I got tired. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're introduced to Cora. She's the farmer girl here, our mysterious uh, backstory girl, which won't be that mysterious because she explains all of it to us uh, three yep. times, I think. Um, and then there someone no actually, mystery. yes. And then someone actually explains <laughs> it to her to us again yep. i think twice mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> yep cool cool yep. writing <laughs> it's good good, it's, good technique it's like it's like <laughs> it's like we're doing movie for dummies right now like okay <laughs> yeah but this whole scene i hate like it's a, like you could just cut all of it like they don't set yeah. anything important up here like no. our other guy um gunner crap what's his character gunner thank you yeah. he's he shows up and he's like oh you gotta come check out this elk this guy got this elk you gotta see it <laughs> and she's like, like oh, eh, okay <laughs> i got plowing to do yeah <laughs> and then he's like okie dokie bye <laughs> this, this dirt's not gonna till itself all right gunner yeah <laughs> gunnar <laughs> so dumb like she like her she's not the worst actor in this movie but it's no. also kind of stiff like you're just like yeah there's no chemistry between her and anyone <laughs> no 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 not at all um so then we we're at a party right we're at the viking party at the longhouse that's right there's meat roasting beer yeah. there's music everyone's having a good time it's been a while since we've had fresh meat we let's, get let's, let's go <laughs> yeah got horns are playing we got uh yeah everyone get it on you know harvest but let's get it on so that actor who's playing the father or sidri is uh cory stall stall i think his name is you know okay. who he is? He played the villain nope. in uh, in Ant-Man. And he was also in a... Oh. Yeah, he's this guy who... Sindri, yeah, it's him. I couldn't even recognize him. And I saw him like pop up on the on this. I was like, what? Wait, it's that guy? Yeah, oh my House, God. yeah House of Cards. He plays... Yeah. Good beard work. Yeah, right? Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy's in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Billions. Huh. Yeah, so... Corey Stoll. Huh. Yeah. I like him. Okay. So then, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's get it on. Better harvest time. And then... Um, it's Cora's getting some eyes from from some bros. Gunner's, you know, checking her out. She's pretty. She seems pretty, just like not. I don't know. Yeah, and well, fun. <laughs> it's this one guy that's that's that they're trying to set her up with. Basically, yes, yeah, the guy with the beard uh, who yeah. you think is going to be more important later, but he he's none, none. <laughs> like like they show like an importance of uh, like they do close ups of him like a couple scenes later, and then he just not nothing. Not, yeah, nothing. not in the movie. It's not in the movie. <laughs> It's like, okay, why invest this screen time for him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but she just seems a little down and kind of, she's like, ugh, boring. I think his name is Den. Den? There are a couple times I thought they said Dan. Dan? And I was yeah. like, hmm, are we back to Jimmy? <laughs> I guess it's a Jimmy situation. <laughs> Dan. But I think then, I think it was Den. <laughs> and Jimmy. <laughs> we have Atticus Noble, Cora, Gunner, and Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy the robot. <laughs> Jimmy the robot. <laughs> Let's just call him Jimmy. That's funny. Um, okay, so then we're back at the farmer house. She's back at the ranch there. We meet yep. her her dad, the guy who found her, basically father yeah. figure type character, right? He's basically like your last step to becoming a full member of the community is getting married to Danny. Dan. <laughs> getting married to Dan. You gotta have Dan's kids. <laughs> and she's like, um, I don't know. I've spent that's the other thing too that I didn't like is that they kind of set up the stakes and then they take them away every time like yeah, yeah. like oh so this guy raised her and whatever else no no she's been here for two years yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's on time yeah it's not like you just you're just kind of a friend at that point i guess you're not really a father figure you're just yeah. kind of like yeah 
Yeah, they call the years um, seasons in this in this movie. Right, right, right. <laughs> God, for some reason, that's the other thing that I hate. We ha- we haven't gotten it yet, but we're gonna get so much of it, listeners. Is like again for things with too long of titles, every planet has way too long of a title. Like makes it uh, immediately non memorable because you're like, yeah, I can't read ten words in this one second that you fill- throw it on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was just too much. And like, it, I mean stolen right from guardians of galaxy because they're bouncing around all the plants but at least guardians of galaxy had like planet names that were you know oh these are short and simple and you know exactly exactly (laughs) but it was literally just lifted right from guardians of galaxy like here's a space shot name of the planet now we're in there yep um that would have been an easy uh that would have been easy uh pitch guardians of galaxy for this but we tried to take the route yes But she does a bunch of exposition in the scene, basically oh, explaining the child war thing from the trailer. Yeah. She's incapable of loving or being loved. Okay. It, it's like not subtle at all. Just right in your face exposition about like, yeah. I can't love. It was beaten out of me. Like, all right. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Yeah. And dad's like, all right, get some rest. I don't yeah, care get, about this anymore. Yeah, go, to, go to bed, would you? End this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're, on the, we're on the farm. We got some slow-mo seed dropping. Just... Yep. Dropping some seeds in slow mo. Wow! Uh, and then the shot of of Cora and that blonde woman chatting, and she throws seeds at her. I'm like, that's a waste. And then yep. then we get a uh, this shot from the trailer that she turns around, like, oh no, the ship's here, battleship's here. And we get yep. a very slow mo shot of her dropping the bag of seeds. That's right. And like, they do they do have a couple of weird like throwaways here and there. Like the woman that she's talking to is like, oh, I could hear you and Danny fucking that. Night. <laughs> and she's all like, all right, nope, wasn't me. And she's like. Ah, I think it was <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Here's some seeds at you. Yeah. So dumb. Uh, so then she goes running. She goes running around. And set, it's off from the trailer. Her setting off the alarm, doing the hammer on the bell. Bing, 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 bing. And then, uh, and then Corey Stahl, his character father shows up. The, uh, the councilman, the leader of the group here. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he calls himself the father of the, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what do you think they want? And she's like, right, sure. I was calling him the mayor at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, we were, we were at the farmer chat, right? Yeah, we have like a village meeting. Uh, yeah, kind of, you know, quick one-off little chat while you know, the ships are moving in. This, this can't be good. Ships, right? <laughs> Everyone's, everyone is against ships coming in. Right. We don't like <laughs> ships, right? Uh, and then they have like a big argument between Gunner and Father. About like, mm. well, maybe we should consider selling our grain to the Empire. Like if they're going to mm. pay better Top dollar prices, or more, like, yeah. who cares, right? Yeah, who cares who we're selling and to? The gunner's like, I mean, I'm no revolutionary, but like, look, I sold it to those guys last year and yeah, we can, we're all fine now. So which, let's show them the goodwill. Let's welcome them into our, our village. And I bet it'll be probably fine. And, and it's a weird, like, unlikely, unlikely, not, not, that's not how it's going to work out. And it's kind of weird. They, they, they kind of force you to feel like he's going to be the one who sells them out later on. Yeah. You know, cause that little which twist with, which, yeah, which, yeah, he kind of does, but doesn't. And then Kai is actually the one. That's so annoying. I hate it. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, we need to, we need to show them value and not fear. Right. Um, yep. And yeah, Cora's like, no, they're going to, no, don't do that. Yeah. So team decides like, Hey, let's give them, let's not tell them about the surplus. Let's just, that's important. Right. He's like, exactly. We're not going to give them, we're only give them what they, what they asked for. Don't offer anything else. Yep. But then we got some ships arrival transition shot stuff from the trailer. Zipping over yep. the water, whatever, zipping through town. The first like 40 minutes is basically just an extended cut of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, and then we're outside and we're, everyone's just getting dust in their eyes because these ships are landing. The space Nazis walk out just from the trailer. Uh, our father says hi. Right? They got to walk out in slow mo. You know that. Um, yep, yep. We get introduced to Atticus Noble. We're, yep, who Ed Scrine's character. And he meets the father and they hug for a really awkwardly long time. And I don't know why that was happening. Yeah, it was weird. It was very strange. Something about the Flame King. I think that's what they're calling Balisarius now. I'm a little bit un- confused by the nicknames they introduce and then never bring up again. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Keep it simple, you know? Yeah. Like, that's all I can say. So uh, Father's like, hey, let's go up to the Longhouse. Want to come up to the Longhouse, have some beers, chat, yeah. hang out. And let's grab an ale. Let's grab an ale, have some chats, have a few laughs, go out to the coast. And uh, he's like, yeah, sure, let's do that. And Atticus here seemed like he's not, he's, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, you know? So far, so good. Yeah, he's so far, so good. Got a couple got soldiers. Nazi vibes, but. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but you know. Uh, and then you got a couple soldiers. I and a girl, which is like, okay, that's going to probably come back for for, for something. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Then he goes on about, they're, they're walking around town. And Addicts goes on about like finding the revolutionaries. He's like, oh, I know you sold some grain to him or something like that, right? And he's just like. No, not even. He doesn't know that. Not, he just, just looking he's for just that, like, right? He's just like, oh, they're around, like, by the way. Like, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm out here trying to do. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
you, you tell me you don't know anything about these rebels that may or may not be flying around planets near here yeah no no we're just simple farm folk <laughs> and then there's there's you know he he gives them an offer on like the food on the grain right which is a pretty good yep. deal triple the market value yeah and then again he's like hey do you have a surplus whatever and father's like no this is what you see is what you get and it's all right there like, we got to honor the sacred fields and whatnot helping the mother world is kind of out of the question right now <laughs> yeah, and atticus kind of gives him calls him out on it too he's like i don't know it looks like you have pretty sweet land out there <sighs> y'all seem pretty well fed yeah. And the father's like gives him some bullshit answer and he's like, okay, bud, this probably isn't gonna yeah. last too long for you. So you're telling me all of these beautiful people I'm seeing around me aren't eating well? I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. <laughs> um so then we're up in the longhouse, right? I don't think there's nothing else comes out of that that we need, right? I guess uh, if they're yeah. looking for the Dever and Darien blood axes, he mentioned their names in that scene. Uh they do, yeah. The exposition okay. about the the blood axes, which which who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay yeah so then we're in the longhouse and uh yeah and then addicts is like, like hey man who whoever sees this who's the boss of uh planting around here because yeah, I, I don't buy what you're selling <laughs> <laughs> he's kicking the tires of the shop basically mm-hmm. and gunner steps up and just sells out the father sells them all out. he's like yeah we got an extra supply we can we can hook you up yeah what an asshole and then father's like don't believe this guy don't you know he's sees nothing da, 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 da. trying to trying to squash it tries to backpedal well gunner tries to backpedal even he's like well no no i'm not he's like you know father's yeah. looking out for us so we got to have something in the reserves he's a little more conservative than i am but yeah. you know yeah we got to have something in the reserves yeah and he's like of course yeah 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 everyone's got to have reserves sure sure but also why'd you lie to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then we do we do a lesson that's what happens when you're a bad guy and you're asking for someone someone lies to you you make a lesson you make a a you know give me the send- stick yeah, give me, give me, give me the stick. Give me the stick, Wendy. Big, big stick. Oh, that was the other uh, connection to Moneyball. Um, he uses his club here like a baseball bat. That's true. So, yeah, it's a little baseball connection there. So Atticus yeah. is like, whatever. He's like, we want everything, but then he just knocks a father down and goes to town on him with his baseball bat and his club, his yeah. cool fancy club. Yeah, and everyone's so. everyone is just shocked. And then I think his wife or whatever, she runs towards him and gets lightsabered. She gets lightsabered, yeah, yeah. Pretty quick. I find it interesting. I just realized this that the give the they give the bad guys the blue lightsabers and the, mm. the rebels the red lightsabers. So, you know, it's nothing wow. like Star Wars at all, you know? It's totally different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely uh, different. God, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. But this is when we get the setup here of, all right, well, so the harvest is going to be done in nine weeks. I'll be back in 10 and uh, I need 10,000 bushels. <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, we only produce 12,000 bushels. So yeah. like, well, we're going to starve. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, uh, that seems like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> Smell ya. <laughs> yeah. So they've so, already got a, a death date basically in 10 weeks. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and so then the ships leave, but we have soldiers left behind who are setting up shop and like kind of yeah. just taking over and, and staking claim here. We meet Jimmy. He pops up uh, and we learn that Jimmy was like an old soldier, right? They used to have these robot soldiers that um, worked for the king. But when the king was slain, they all put down their weapons and became docile, kind of just work horses. Right. Yep, exactly. That's when we get introduced to private heiress. Uh, yeah, very does, briefly for some reason. Does, yeah, here's another guy. That's right. Do, do you completely Is he in the rest of the movie? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Like, he has such a part in this. So, like, he's standing up for the villager girls. He's like, yep. yep. Does he die in the in the farmhouse? Nope. nope. <laughs> Jesus. Just disappears, falls off the visit. I thought he was going to go with them. Yeah, that I, thought, I, I thought so too. Huh. <laughs> Maybe he comes back in part two. Who knows? Yeah. So that's when we meet like the the asshole soldier Marcus and, yep. and the other guy that they just call Boss mostly, who's his boss. Yep. Um, and everyone's yelling at everybody. They're all like, "Give me some water." They're picking on the girl again. Uh, yep. Sam is her name. Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, and everyone's like, "Oh, like mm, we make making kissy sounds at Sam," and you're like, "This is gonna get gross probably in a minute." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it does because then the boss is like, "Oh yeah, I like him young." And strong enough to put up a fight, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. oh, gross. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's one way to to really villainize your villain, right? Is to just make it this obvious thing. Yep, it's, yep. It's bad writing. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then um, uh, they do like the, the test for the robot, right? 
Yeah. Well, then the whole robot thing too, Marcus, right? He's is anyone going? He's the one who gives all the exposition about Jimmy, right? To yeah. everyone there who probably already knows this information. I guess the private's there, so he wouldn't know, but whatever. And then yeah. he starts shooting Jimmy, and he's like, "Watch yeah. this! You won't, Watch this. He won't." Yeah. <laughs> so I love how he's like shooting Jimmy, right? Yeah. He's like falling over in the background as a horse taking a shit. And I'm like, I wonder where this is going. <laughs> it's so stupid. He's a robot. He doesn't have feelings for when he lands nope. his face in the shit. So he keeps shooting him and then he falls into the shit. Yeah, which... it's classic. <sighs> so then we're, we're in a riverway, right? He does look sad. <laughs> he does look sad. He does look a little defeated. Um, and that's when the boss like has a little bit of compassion. He's like, go clean yourself up, robot. Yeah. Like go to the, go to the river. And uh, Marcus, you get back to work too. <laughs> yeah. So we're in the river and Jimmy's down there. He's washing his face off, getting the shit off yeah. his face. And he's like, <sighs> robots take baths. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what a long day. What a long life. <laughs> yeah. Classic Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the water lady, she comes by Sam, right? She comes Sam. by. Yeah. She, and this whole interaction again, was just very strange. Cause she's like making him like a little Daisy crown yeah. thing well, while he's gives him a towel and he's like, Oh, kindness. Oh. <laughs> like clothes for Dobby <laughs> uh, and she's like can I sit with you and he's like please uh, like is your fucking planet <laughs> yeah uh, go for it and he's like by the way do you know the story of our slain king and the beautiful like, princess Issa I'd be like oh and she's boy like, here we go I don't and he's like great I'll tell you he like literally lines in the movie mm-hmm. great let me tell you it's like not natural at all like interaction it's like yeah. If someone did that to you in real life, you I, I don't even know you. You're a robot, too. I'd be like, I got to go. <laughs> Jazz yeah, hands. It's walk away. <laughs> horrible. So he's like, yeah, the robots decided to fight in the daughter's name. The princess, she was, <sighs> you know, going to usher in a new age of peace and compassion. She was magical. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. <laughs> hmm. uh, and then he's like, and they were all assassinated. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't that part of what he already told in the beginning? Like, yep. Exactly. Gonna, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yep, just doing it again. <laughs> just doing it again. But it's Anthony Hopkins. So, Sir Anthony Hopkins. So, it just sounds epic and beautiful, right? right. And this time, at least, we're more focused on on Princess Isa. The first time yes. around, we're kind of focused on the king dying. Um, right. This time, it's really like, oh, actually, that, that young girl, when she died, that's when compassion and kindness and joy died also. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, she tops him off a little uh, flower crown and touches his face, which lights up, and then end scene. <laughs> so we're, we're back at the longhouse here. The team's regrouping. Farmers here, right? Which I was like, aren't the soldiers going to say something about this? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we're just having village meetings to talk about how to topple the empire. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Why the would they have? Right there. Yeah, they're like they're right there. So they're basically just talking about how you know our work fights for us, and we should need to show our value to them. Blah, 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 and, yeah, and then like this is all your fault, Gunner. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was like, I didn't think he was going to kill everyone. Well, <laughs> how do you not have any son? Oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you goofed. Stupid. <laughs> you goofed. Your fault. Yeah. And so these, like, basically the premise here. Yeah. Like you said, it, it, they're going to see that we grow food and mm-hmm. then they're going to be like, no, no, we need these guys to eat food so they can grow more food after. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Logic. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay. Yeah. 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 That's what's good. Yeah. yeah buy yeah. that. Yeah. Go team. Whoa. Bayside. Food. Food <laughs> on three. <laughs> One, two, three, food. So then we're back at the uh, Cora house here. Uh, she's yeah. packing up and the old dude shows up. And then this is all stuff from the trailer. He's like, yeah, I found you in the wreckage. And I was like, I was worried you might bring trouble to us. And uh, it's another one where we have, don't have any stakes. Like there's no, there's, like yeah. who cares? Like, like the dad walks in and immediately he's like, thought you've had enough running. <laughs> we don't know any of that. <laughs> We or any know, of this. We know and I don't care. Yeah. And she's explaining that the village people are all delusional. <laughs> uh, they're all, yeah. they're no one, no one, they're not going to, they're not going to just leave you all alone. They're going to come back and kill all of us. Um, and, and then he literally gives us, he literally tells us the plot of the movie. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you got to fight with you. We need people to help fight with us. Uh, why don't you go find some rebels? that will help fight with us. <laughs> literally just tells us like what's going to happen the rest of the movie. Like, Remember those blood axes that guy was t- just talking about? I bet if you found them, they would probably help us. She's like, no, no. <laughs> and classic refusing the call, right? She's like, I'm not, I'm not getting a part of this. I'm not being part of your war. It's like, well, you, this is your, your, your team here. <laughs> it's our war now. <laughs> yeah. It's our, our war. Uh, so then we're back at the farmhouse outside, uh, or yeah, just outside where the stable or something like that. Right. Yep. 
And we get the soldiers amping up their assholeness and they're attacking the water girl. Being a jerk to Sam again. Yep, and Cora's, you know, she's putting a saddle on a, one of those creepy horse things and she hears the whole thing. She's debating if she should do anything. She grabs yeah. an axe and she heads down. And the young private, private, whatever his name was, he stands up Harris. for her. Yeah, and the, the asshole's just kind of, soldiers kick his ass, right? Yeah, he immediately loses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets like uh, one punch and, in on one guy and then just gets his ass kicked. Marcus is like a super villain and he's just like, oh, like, well, you know what? I'm going to make you watch as I rape this girl. Yeah. And then the boss is like, whoa, 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 Marcus, slow down. Not if I rape her first. Oh, my God. But and it, thankfully, that's when Cora shows up. Thankfully, she shows up. This is again a shot from the trailer. Oh, it wasn't a bucket of red paint. It was a bucket of water on the ground, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Just with some red lighting because yeah. that we, you know, foreshadowed. <laughs> So of course she gets she gets the the slow mo approach and then um, yeah it's all seemed seem from the trailer pretty much extended where a guy comes up puts a gun in her face and she's like uh, should I do this should I do this and then fight scene slow mo fight scene the whole thing is in, is in slow mo ninety eight <laughs> yeah. percent of it's in slow mo and she basically just kicks everyone's ass um, and then we got the, uh, the 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 general there he's holding the the girl at gunpoint hostage there yep and then just Jimmy shows up out of nowhere <laughs> yep and, and the boss is like Jimmy. Kill, kill the kill them all. Yeah. So he picks up his gun and Beep. kills the boss. <laughs> Beep, pew. Then he drops the gun and runs away, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and what? by the way, that's the last I think we see of Jimmy until the very end. Yep, that's right. That's another weird like plot line. Like, what's going on? And in the very end, I'm like, what is what has happened to Jimmy? Is Jimmy he's off the reservation? Jimmy's just another one like Eris. Like he could have been a useful character like the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we could have used him the whole movie, and I'm assuming we'll use him in the sequel. But <laughs> yeah, like. You can now have a good arc for him where he's docile and hasn't fought back. He just fought yeah. back to save someone. You can set it. You just set it up. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. You set it up to, to take it away. <laughs> take it away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a, and then the rest of the village shows up and uh, shot from the trailer <laughs> corner, shoots the last guy on the ground right in the head. And she's like, it's time to have a fight. Motherfuckers. Let's go. Cut to you the next day. <laughs> next day. Uh, old man's old man. The old man gives her a gun back that he found in the crash. The guy found us the crash. Thought you might want it. Like, okay. Okay. Cool. He's like, our culture doesn't use weapons like these. You know, your culture Dude. sounds like a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah. You're going to get pushed around by the empire. That's how it works. Yeah. And this is uh, listeners. This is 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's happened. It's the longest 40 minutes of all time. It's it's r- ridiculous. So much slow mo, so little plot development. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I, I think this was originally one big movie, obviously, and they cut into two parts. But it's also like the way this one ends. It's like I, there is no, there is. I hate it. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is going to pay off. No, nothing's going to pay off. Nothing. This isn't a movie. This isn't. This is just like the first part of a movie that you're you've just taking it. You're you're making it take way too long. Like the first act of a movie that you're just extending for no reason at all. Yeah. Like this scene where she gets her gun back and then she's just like playing with it for a few minutes. And dad's yeah. like, oh, I thought it was dangerous. And she's like, you're right. It is dangerous. And she's like, well, I'm going to go look for General Titus. And you're like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> uh, and so we get exposition about that guy for a minute. <laughs> oh, it was a general. I fought with that guy at one time and he seemed cool. Uh, <laughs> what? Do you she's know like, him? Um, yeah. She's like, uh, Gunner, you sold some shit to the rebels that one time. Can I like take me to those people that you sold stuff to? And he's like, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> You're coming with me now. Yeah. And so um, like everyone's excited now. Like, well, if we can if we can find that general and we can find an army, then we, we could can save the farm. <laughs> we could save the farm, everybody. <laughs> There's no stakes in it's, this movie. It's, it's so dumb. It's, it's just a really long episode of Little House in the Prairie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can yeah. save the farm. It's oh like there's like fifteen hundred people here. Like the like immediately in star Wars, like the, the premise is set up to be grand. Like it's a grand scale. Like immediately yeah. you're trying to free the galaxy from the empire. You're not trying to yeah. free the farm from the empire. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Oh no, they asked us for too much food. You know, like, <laughs> like what? Well, you get 10 weeks grow. You could grow more. That's an grow option. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is this the reason we have to fight back? Like, yeah. there's no do, stakes. Just do your job. <laughs> So frustrating. And it's funny too because like later on through the movie when they when you have the new characters join up and they're like they're like yeah we're trying to save this farm and this little plant I'm like does this farm like feed like, the entire galaxy like why is this no. so no like 1500 people roughly yeah. for a year like I said 
what is going on almost exactly almost exactly enough to feed the village like <laughs> this isn't this doesn't make any sense you got to play your cards a little bit better here uh so then they read off they read off and then we get to a, a little campsite with gunner and uh and cora yeah, and just in time for more backstory <laughs> oh my god this is this is so brutal so he like they chat he's got some questions about her past kind of and then it's all stuff from a trailer and it's she goes on this really long flashback backstory exposition and going about how terrible the motherland is and you know it goes on but the general that murdered her homeland who is you know belisarius right at the time he's a general right yep yeah and it's all in slow-mo the entire flashback is in slow-mo her like as a little girl running around right and (laughs) The people really put up a big fight, but the military still killed everyone because yeah, and overwhelming force. I don't know. She's like, yeah, Belisarius is one of those generals who likes to be. He doesn't be like to be up in the ship. He likes to be down on the ground with the troops and drawing blood and killing people. His face is covered in blood, and he comes up to little Cora as a girl. She's got a gun, and you know he puts holds it up to his neck, and he's you know he's like shoot me, pull or whatever. Classic Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> pull the trigger. She pulls the trigger. No bullets, dummy. Um, and then he basically adopts her. He takes her in. And this is all still just her talking, all flashback, all in slow mo. And we cut to a shot of the king, who is none other than friend of the pod, Carrie Yules. That's right, Carrie Elwes. Elwes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Prince's bride, fame, you know. Uh, he's the king, which was hilarious. They're all cheering. He's doing this more slow mo cheering. There's all the soldiers are cheering, and yeah. it was just so much. And then, yeah. And listeners, this is another <sighs> example yeah. of when they like assign people random titles and things that also just make it more confusing and difficult to follow. They're like, actually, you know what? We're going to call Cora now Art Art or whatever her name. <laughs> like, why? What? Why? What are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> uh, so go on. They trained her. They trained her. Yep, they training trained montage. her. Yeah, a little training montage and we get some battle shots and then we got when they're cheering and stuff, we find that she was she was in love with someone. Another soldier yeah, there. some dude. Yep, kiss some dude. And then we cut right to his dead face on the battlefield, and she loses yep. her shit. And it's just a really long slow mo snow battle. Yep, of her so, running around. Slow long slow mo exposition battle. He's it's like, like yeah. Yeah. They encourage us to find a lover in the military because that way you have someone to fight for. And you're like, that's seems like the opposite of what. Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, but uh, oh yeah, more slow mo and more slow mo, and then at the at the end of this, apparently she's eighteen, which you're like, she looks like she's thirty. Yeah, she probably is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, they made her into an officer, and uh, that's when she plants the flag from the trailer, which we thought was going to be like a good climax battle of the movie. Yeah. No, no, nope, it's no a flashback. It's a flashback. <laughs> it's an exposition flashback only. <laughs> um, and so she fought for the king under the banner of the people who murdered her family and. And you asked how how I know they'll destroy you. It's what I would do, and I I am them. I and then them. and then I love they come back to the camp, and he's just like, okay. And she literally says, "I'm only telling you this so you know who I am." Yeah. <laughs> what? What piece of dialogue is like? Oh, thank you, thank you for letting us know that that's why you're telling us. <laughs> Don't exposition Zach. the exposition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Use exposition the exposition. Uh, Zach, stop writing. Just stop writing. Yeah, God, just stop writing. I'm only telling stuff. you this so you can follow the movie better. <laughs> Jesus, man. Like, Wait, this is a movie? <laughs> <laughs> What's a movie? <laughs> I'm just uh, a simple farmer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a simple farmer. Uh, and then we got our first Planet Transition Plus title card shot. Um, new new place, Port Port City of Providence. Yeah, which is on Velt, I guess. It, like, which is the, like which said, is the planet we're on. That, that's a farmer planet, but yeah. yeah. There's a 10-word ten ten title card here, and you're like, I, I can't read all this. <laughs> I don't care. Yes. <laughs> all Providence. Oh, Fine. <laughs> Providence, great. No one wants to be there. Good enough. Uh, <laughs> so then we're, we're, we're heading into the saloon, the cantina, uh, and we just got a bunch of various creatures and ghouls and wow. goblins, right? We get introduced to the bounty hunters uh, just outside of the saloon here. Mm. So we get the, the premise here. The bounty hunters are for the Empire. They're picking up the rebels. Oh, shit. That guy that they're picking up right now, that's the him. guy that we <laughs> needed to talk to. I was like, man, what, what timing? Yeah. <laughs> just so happens. That's how we make the movie work. Yeah. yeah we, we pulled into town and this guy gets caught. Oh, shit. That's the guy. <laughs> and that's oh, when they go man. into the bar because they're like, well, we got to find another guy. 
Well, so it's important too to note. So this guy that, that he's like, that's the guy. He comes back later on. Um, but they got these little like a uh, kind of look like scorpion type of things, like prison. Yeah. Like a uh, it'll kind of rides up it's along your cool. spine. Yeah, kind of cool and like cuffs your hands, your feet, and your neck, and like puts you in like this little lock thing that you know. Yeah, it's like a Hannibal Lecter dolly, but uh, sci-fi. <laughs> but sci-fi, yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so we get some more slow mo walking, uh, and during the at the bar for uh, Carbost, which apparently is a drink that they mm-hmm. don't explain, mm-hmm. even though they explain everything else. <laughs> um, but apparently, Gunner doesn't drink it because he like gags on it, and you're like, oh, okay. So there's a key moment when she we first see our the hands of our rebel scum buddy here, Kai, exchanging money with the spy. Uh, this is literally ripped right from Star Wars, the scene where you get the spy who's like watches him take off and so the Empire. Um, it's the exact same thing. Uh, and he's and this guy we see later on, he walks by Cora and she notes him because Zack Snyder's not very good with subtle uh subtlety. So nope. I wonder if we're gonna spot this guy later on, and I wonder if there's gonna be a twist where Kai is actually a thief. That would be crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, anyways, so uh, then, we get there's a lot of like weird stuff in this movie that I would have just cut anyway. So like then there's this other alien that comes over and he's like trying D-Gen to, alien. Yeah, D-Gen from up <laughs> yeah. north. He comes, he comes over. And he's like, "How much to bang you to, to Gunner?" And he's like, "Whoa, I don't know do that." Whoa, I'm just a farmer. <laughs> yeah. And then he like grabs Till my his nuts soil. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> What? what? What is this? Movie? Why? What is <laughs> Zach? Zach, <laughs> put the camera down. <laughs> so yeah, again, basically the same thing. I, that, my friend doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you. It's basically the same thing. And, it's exactly the same. And and Corbis kicks this guy's ass, takes a knife out, and it's like, I told you to move along. Yeah. Move along, you you sexual deviant. <laughs> so, so he leaves. So he, he leaves, and then she like turns around and asks the entire like not very subtle. Yeah. If you're like, I don't like you're coming in being all secretive and like hiding yourself, and then you literally turn around to the entire bar and like, hey, I'm here. Uh, here's my face. I'm looking for information. Who knows General Titus? And everyone's <laughs> like, mm, mm, except yeah. for one guy's like, I know, I know. <laughs> and it's a, it's like a tick thing that's like feeding off a guy and like talks to the yeah. guy. It's like, ah, that General Titus, that crazy bastard. I think he's out fighting in the Colosseum. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) What? Italy? Like Rome? (laughs) Love and gelato? Yeah. Ah, he's at the fight arena. And you're like, oh, of course, the fight (laughs) arena. Of course. That that, that checks out. (laughs) But the last hunters that were looking for him died. So, like, just so you know. Oh my god. So yeah, then not, we, oh, get, we get we get the is. Yeah, we and we get our we get our okay, so we got our next clue, our next tip for a place we gotta go. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh and then the uh the <laughs> the, uh, the sexual uh sexual alien there, D Gen alien, he comes back and uh he comes with backup this time. He's like, Yeah, shouldn't have messed with me, blah 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 blah. Should have killed me when he could. <laughs> yep, and then we got a super long shootout, slow-mo shootout scene in the saloon. So oh, slow-mo. It gets so dragged out. She's like, I'll give you one more chance to walk away. And you're like, no, don't. No, don't do that. (laughs) Just come on. Yeah, I think there's a a little more. It's just, Zach, with a slow-mo, just stop. Please stop. Stop. Um, And then we, so they clear the room. And uh, at the last second there, our D-Gen monster is about to shoot her in the back of the head. But Kai, uh, Charlie Gunham, Hunnam there, who's, you know, Scottish guy, Irish guy. in a perfect Belfast accent. So. In a perfect. I mean, <laughs> I have not ever heard a better Belfast accent. Even people who are from there. That's right. Know? Yeah. Really nailed it. Yeah. He shoots the uh, guy behind her and, you know, saves her. So it was a little, little bit of something there. And then he's like, yeah, I can offer a ship. I got a ship. I'm going to help you out here for a price. Yeah. Y'all need ships? I got ships. I got ships. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, and then they they depart on their little ship there and... Again, straight from Star Wars, we get the spy guy who Kai was literally just exchanging money with. Yep. Uh, watching them take off. So we know someone's getting tipped in somewhere. Well, we're setting our course for Pollux, but we got to make a quick stop first. Oh, right, right. Yes. I know a guy that we can find on our way. <laughs> that can help uh, out. Yeah. Yep. And then they do a little like throwaway. It's, a, it's again, like a Star Wars ripoff of like, oh, what? You've never been off planet to Gunner and like. Yeah. You've never been in a ship before? You better hold on. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I think, uh, but I think now we're going to take off to our own planet of right. end of part one, outro part one planet, uh-huh. which <laughs> that was still named better than most of their planets in this movie. So yeah. Giving, and with less exposition. So, yes. <laughs> so we're going to, we're actually going to take off from this podcast right now and end part one. That's it. Thanks for listening. Back on Thursday, part two. We have no idea what's going to happen, but we do. Could be anything. There's so many open questions, but not really, because nothing <laughs> happens in this movie. So that's right. They just gather a team. So we'll be back Thursday, part two. You can follow. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram. It's just me, Tat. Uh, ITMT Pod on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Wherever you listen, you can still sub, 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 subscribe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Auto download, uh, maybe. Share with a friend. Share with friends is good too. Do that. Uh, or share with strangers and leave a review. Apple, Spotify, those support reviews. Uh, you can also probably like write a Yelp review or something. We we say that all the time. Wouldn't that be funny if somebody <laughs> did that? <laughs> that would be good. Uh, or uh, we had an email in the last Trailer Trash, uh, mm. which we love because we read them in Trailer Trash. Um, you can do that. Send us an email also. It's this meets that at gmail.com. We love those. Um or you can uh, go to the website where we've got all of the old episodes, uh, 250 plus, so many hours of content. Uh, find information about Russ's book, Host, which you can buy wherever you get books. Heck yeah. Uh, you can uh, get a t-shirt and it's this me that t-shirt. We have lots of like art and things, logo yeah. t-shirts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, safety tips, whatever you want. It's all there. Check it all out. It's this meets that.com. 